1: Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston.
2: Good morning, People's Baptist Church family, and good morning to our guests and friends. Welcome to this live stream worship service coming to you from the sanctuary of People's Baptist Church of Boston. We are delighted that you have joined us, and we pray that God will Indeed, minister to your spirit and give you the blessing that you deserve or that you would like him to give you. The title of the message today is Blessed are the Merciful, still in the Beatitudes. We live in a world where it is easy to become cold-hearted, insensitive, and unsympathetic. With news available to us 24-7, we can see tragedies and unbelievable suffering almost as they take place anywhere in the world. Constantly we hear and see the results of violent acts that have occurred, Scenes of dead bodies lying in the streets, police and paramedics hurrying about, friends and loved ones grieving uncontrollably, have become all too familiar to us. In order to cope with all of the pain and the suffering that goes on around us, we have learned to control our emotions, and we don't allow ourselves to dwell too long on all that ails this world. In the process, however, we have become almost indifferent and merciless. The question that arises for us as Christians is, how does Jesus, our Lord, want us to respond? In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 7, Jesus says, God blesses those who are merciful For they will be shown mercy. So, what is the right way to treat people? Jesus says, be merciful. So, let's look first at the meaning of mercy. Mercy is love in action, mercy is more than a feeling, it does not mean simply to feel sorry for someone in trouble. Mercy begins with the simple recognition that someone is hurting around you. But seeing or feeling isn't mercy. Mercy moves from feeling to action. It is active compassion for those in need. We often use the word grace and mercy as if they were synonymous, but they actually reflect Slightly different meanings. Grace is God's solution to man's sin. Mercy is God's solution to man's misery. Mercy includes three elements. I see the need. I am moved by the need. And I am moved to meet the need. The Bible says that God is a merciful God. God. Psalm 145 and verse 8 says, The Lord is merciful and compassionate, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. If we want to be like God, then we have to learn to be merciful. So how do I know if I'm showing mercy? I want to mention three marks of mercy which we can use to see how merciful a person we are. And the first mark of mercy is that if I am merciful, I will forgive those who have fallen. When people make mistakes or get into trouble, do you rub it in? Do you condemn them? Do you hold it over their head for the rest of their lives, never letting them get off the hook? that is not mercy. I read the story of a man whose wife did a very foolish thing in the first six months of their marriage. She repented of it, asked forgiveness, but he never forgave her. He kept reminding her of it. He used it to justify his behavior. He abused her for 30 years, verbally, with what she had done. And one day she just... Left him. It's because that man knew nothing about mercy. The Apostle Paul in Colossians chapter 3, 12 and 13 says, Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. It is interesting to note that when you have to receive forgiveness, it feels so right. But when you have to give it, it feels so wrong. If I am merciful, I will be forgiving of those who have fallen, those who have sinned. It's a lot easier to criticize than it is to sympathize. It's a lot easier to point a finger than it is to lend a helping hand. But the second thing about mercy is that if I am merciful, I will help those who are hurting. Proverbs 3:27 and 28 Whenever you possibly can do good to those who need it never tell your neighbors to wait until tomorrow if you can help them now Mercy is practical assistance The true character of mercy is in giving Giving compassion, giving help, giving time, giving money, giving yourself. There are people all around us who are hurting. Some have lost their jobs due to the pandemic. Some have been laid off and don't know whether they are going to have their jobs again. Some have lost loved ones to death. Some do not have enough food for their family. Some do not have transportation to get them to their medical appointments. Some have to make the difficult choice between paying for drugs and buying food. Some are hurting because of poor decisions they have made. The fact is that people are hurting all around us. And when you feel sorry for those people, that's not being like Christ. It is when you do something about it, that you are being like Christ. 1 John chapter 3, 17 and 18 says, if someone has enough money to live well and sees a brother or sister in need, but shows no compassion, how could God's love be in that person? Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. When we know of a need, let us do all we can to help meet that need. The motto of John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, was, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. So when you see someone hurting or in need, a merciful person does something about it. Remember the story of the Good Samaritan told by Jesus? A man was mugged and left bleeding at the side of the road. Two men passed by and Said to themselves, I can't get involved. Sorry about what happened, but I just can't get involved. But the third man came, a Samaritan, and he stopped, dressed the man's wounds, took him to the Holiday Inn, left his American Express car to take care of him, and said, I'll take care of whatever it costs. That's mercy. Jesus is saying, blessed are those who care enough to get involved. But number three, if I am merciful, I will do good to my enemies. Luke chapter 6, 32 through 36, Jesus says, if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners... Love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. But love your enemies. Do good to them. Then your reward will be great. Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. So if you want to be like God... You have to be merciful. Do good to those who do evil to you. And that's exactly the opposite of what society says. Society says when people hurt you, hurt them back, get even. You can gossip about them, destroy them on social media and do everything that you can to get back at them. But God says you not only forgive the person but you should also be nice to them. And that's very hard for us to do as human beings. The person who is constantly criticizing you, the Bible says you are to do good to that person. How would it be if every time that person criticized you, you complimented them? Suppose every time they put you down, you build them up, say something nice to them and encourage them. It would drive them crazy. So that's what Jesus says to do. That's what being merciful is. You return good for evil. Why? Because the best way to eliminate an enemy is to turn him or her into a friend. Smother them with kindness. That is being Christ-like. They don't know how to handle it because the world does not respond that way. This is something that is a requirement of those who are kingdom disciples. Mercy is love in action. It's the way God treats people. And that's tough for us to do. So we need powerful motivators to become a merciful person. There are three motives here for for being merciful the first is, because God has shown me mercy. Matthew chapter eighteen thirty two through 33, and I'm sort of taking this in the middle of what um, Jesus is saying. It says, Then the king called in the man who he had forgiven and said, You evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had mercy on you? You see, when you think of those people who have been so mean to you, people who really ticked you off, if you are having a hard time being merciful to them, remember what a horrible person you have been to God. Yet God still loves you. What a gracious, merciful God He is. I think of all the things I've done wrong, and He continues to shower me with love, grace, and mercy. Stop and remind yourself God, if you can be so merciful to me, surely I can be merciful to others. So be merciful. Why? Because God has shown me mercy, has shown you mercy. But secondly, because I'm going to need more mercy in the future. James two 13, There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. Now, this beatitude or this uh, teaching of Jesus is based on the law of reciprocity. Those who show mercy will obtain mercy. There are many verses like this in the Bible. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Only those who show mercy get mercy. Oh, but someone will say, but you don't know how much that person has hurt me and continue to hurt me. I just can't forgive him or forgive her. Then I hope you never sin. Forgiveness and mercy are a two-way street. When you refuse to forgive others and refuse to show mercy to others, you are burning the very bridge you have to cross to walk across. To get to heaven. The Bible says that. Those who show mercy. Receive mercy. I need to be merciful. Because I'm going to need it again. In the future. And especially when I meet God. Yes I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to mess up. So I need to be careful. About demanding justice. Because. God might just give it. To me, is if we got all we deserved, none of us would be here today. God does not give us what we deserve. He gives us what we need, and that's mercy. And mercy is giving to others not what they deserve when they have fallen, not what they deserve when they have hurt us, but giving them what they need in the name of Jesus Christ. But thirdly, I need to be merciful because it makes me happy. Jesus says, happy are the merciful, for they will have mercy shown to them. The opposite of this is also true. Unhappy are the unmerciful. The most miserable people are people who are resentful, who refuse to give up a grudge, who are holding some unforgiveness over somebody else's head. They don't realize that they are hurting themselves. Unmercifulness makes us miserable. Proverbs 11 and verse 17 says, Your own soul is nourished when you are kind, But you destroy yourself when you are cruel. Doing acts of mercy gets us out of ourselves, gets the focus off us and onto other people. And you would be surprised to see how happy we become. Just think about the good thing you've done for somebody recently and how it made you feel. You felt good. There's something about being good and helpful to others which makes you happy. It's a boomerang blessing. What you give is what you get. How do I become a merciful person? The starting point is you must first experience the mercy of God. You cannot offer mercy to anyone else until you have first received mercy. You can't offer forgiveness to anyone else until you feel forgiven. One of the reasons some people have a hard time forgiving others is because they don't really feel forgiven. When I feel unforgiven, then I'm definitely unforgiving. So the starting point is I must receive the mercy of God, the peace of God, and the forgiveness of God, and then I can offer it to others. And it's at that point that you start looking at people with new eyes, the eyes of Jesus Christ. You look at people the way Jesus would see them. The most Christ-like thing we can do is to care for one another, to care for other people. In Matthew chapter 25, 35 through 37 and 40, Jesus tells us that the things we are going to be judged for is how we treated other people. Here's Jesus speaking. He's saying that in that day, he's going to ask some questions. He says, for I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison, and you visited me. Then these righteous ones will reply, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink? And the king will tell them, I assure you, when you did it to one of these, to one of the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you were doing it. To me. At the judgment, God is going to ask you how you treated other people. Were you merciful? Were you like Him in your attitude and in your actions? Jesus had a ministry of mercy. He lifted up the lonely, He lifted up those who had fallen, He helped those who were helpless and hurting. God wants us to be a representative of Jesus Christ on the job, at school, at home, or wherever we are. He wants us, his disciples, to treat others the way he would treat them. So who is in your life that needs mercy? You need to show them mercy this week. You should let the person off the hook. Wipe the slate clean, never mention it again. It's over, it's done with, it's forgiven. That's it, show mercy, be happy. I want People's Baptist Church to be a place of mercy. I want our church to be a place where we are forgiving of the fallen. If you're perfect, People's Baptist Church is not a church for you. People's Baptist Church is for people who are struggling, people who do not have it made, people who who realize they have a lot of growing to do. This place is a hospital for sinners, not a showcase for the righteous. I want People's Baptist Church to be a place where we really help those who are hurting. And thank God we are much on the way to accomplishing that because I see it all the time where we are helping people every day and we, and we um, utilize the, the opportunities and the resources that we have uh, in order to help people because we know it's the right thing to do. I want us to be a church that specializes in showing mercy to each other a church in which the love of Jesus Christ becomes contagious and permeates every relationship and every activity. This love, this God-given love, will offer sympathy to those who mourn, assistance to those who are in need, comfort to those who fear, hope to those who are in despair, encouragement to those who are discouraged, and healing to those who hurt. This love will reach out to the lonely, the prodigal, the underprivileged, the disabled, the wounded, the hopeless, the troubled, and the sinner. This love I'm speaking about will strengthen the weak, comfort the dying, feed the hungry, clothe the naked, and visit the incarcerated. Where this love is present, burdens become lighter, hearts become tender, words become sweeter, Lives become richer, hopes become brighter, conflicts become fewer, attitudes become better, deeds become kinder, and commitments become deeper. What a privilege it is to be a Christian, a child of the Most High God, a follower of the Son of God, and one in whom the Spirit of God resides. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m.,